Welcome to Tooth or Dare with Irene and Whitney, the first dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies deliver suction-dropping dental stuff and epic interviews with your favorite social media dental peeps. Then, because they are amazing, they close the show with a live and uncensored version of Tooth or Dare. Now let's put our overgloves together for Irene and Whitney. What up, Whitney? What's up, girl? What's up, Irene? Nothing oh, much. Yeah. Just chilling like villain you. <laughs> oh, you know, living my best life. <laughs> That's how I do. That's how I do. I am crazy. so excited for another amazing episode. Me too. That is sponsored by Hufridi. Thank you so much, Hufridi, for sponsoring yes. another amazing episode and sharing so much, oh, so much good stuff with us dental peeps, helping us perform at our best, I must say. Yes. And not just you and me, but everybody who's listening. Girl, I've learned so much about all of the efforts Hugh Freedy puts into instruments over the last little bit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, so yeah. you were in Chicago last week, and I didn't get to see you, which is really heartbreaking mm, because, so you know, I'm sad. in the suburbs. and you. But you were at Hugh Freedy, and we just I couldn't was. make it work because I work, like, wild hours. So I'm dying to hear about your experience. I was. I'm sure, I know. You and I have been, like, two ships passing in the night, and I'm sure you've seen it all on social media. You're like, what is she doing without me? You were having so much fun. I was. I scaling, was. Fun. And it was Tell like, me what was, you did. Tell me what you learned. I'm so excited. I, I was having fun. I was learning. I got to meet a lot of really cool peeps. We did a little bit of everything with respects to talking about marketing, plans, and then learning about instruments. So I guess, okay, take a step Mm -hmm. back. So I got in on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. flew in on Wednesday morning, and then went to Hugh Freedy for Wednesday afternoon and did some product training, learning about new instruments, learning about how instruments are made, and then like split second decision to do a factory tour. That's awesome. Girl. I love that. Guys, girls, whoever (laughs) is listening, if you ever get an opportunity to go and do the factory tour, Mm -hmm. I must say, I was like a small child. I was a small child in a candy store, and this very tall man, his name is Errold, had to Mm -hmm. like pull me by the arm to get me away from these robots in the machinery. (laughs) I was getting too close, but I was also like, I was slowing them down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so amazing. I mean, I I didn't realize, I didn't realize, I don't want to give it all away because you're going to go and I don't, I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that like one instrument takes like 17 steps to put together. And it's like each instrument is manually inspected. That's cool. That's absolutely nuts. So yeah, so that was yeah. that was my that was my Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, I got to hang out with Tammy RDH in the house. She is the instrument guru. She's like a she's a resident oh. dental hygienist that's on staff oh. and former educator, current educator, and she knows everything oh. about everything. So we were nerding out. Tammy. She and oh. I and Kevin sat at this table with a box full of instruments, and it was just like angulation talk Mm -hmm. terminal shank talk talk. (laughs) it was like yeah i learned something really cool did you know Uh, fun uh fact fun Uh irene fact did you know that an 11 12 and a 13 14 were actually created for stand-up dentistry no they were not meant to be used sitting down no kidding i never no kidding i didn't know that so that's why they invented newer instruments like the 15 16 Oh, because I always wondered they do the same thing. Like, what's the big deal? Like, yeah, so one is meant uh, for stand-up dentistry and one is meant for sit-down dentistry. I like that. We'll have to have, like, a fact day. That's right? a cool fact. Fun fact I really day. Think so, yeah, cool. so that was really cool. That was my Wednesday. Um, 
And then something happened, which is going to be part of our giveaway. Mm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tammy gave me... This episode, today's giveaway. Yep. Today's giveaway. Today's episode is going to have a giveaway attached to it. Tammy uh-huh. gave me this cool little... It looks like a jewelry box. Oh, I'm looking at it. I'm that showing Whitney really nice. for the first time. Now, we're doing what Irene and Whitney normally do where we share visuals. And sorry, we try to describe it. So it looks like <laughs> it looks like a jewelry podcast. If you can imagine, do you remember um, Richard Gere in Pretty Woman? Sure. Where he opens up the jewelry box and totally. Julia Roberts is all like, hey, 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 and then he closes it on her fingers when she tries Poof. to grab it. Poof. So this is how I felt. This, this, is, this is how I felt. Oh, you can. That's some ASMR there, right there. Oh wow, that's a nice case. I just case. opened it up, and it's like this beautiful case. <laughs> it's a really nice case. It's all like black velvet inside, and has like is housing these instruments. So I got okay. two brand new instruments that are made and designed by Anna Pattison. You'll oh, find out salad. who she is. Yeah, we oh, watch those videos in school. So all the time good. In and then um, two implant scalers, brand new implant scalers that nice. are titanium implant scalers. Um, and that's what we're and giving I'll, away for our giveaway? Yeah, that's what we're giving away. We're giving okay. away two of those. And I'll, we'll talk about them a little bit more at the very end. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then on day two and three, I learned all about guided biofilm therapy and airflow, uh, what's launching in Canada, what's launching in the U.S. within the next few weeks. So a lot of really cool things. Um, more Molar of the story. <laughs> molar my, of the our puns. Molar of the story. If you can go to Hugh Freedy's factory, I mean, everyone will love it. I'm going to have to go. I'm excited. Uh, Thank you for sharing you? that. What's going on in your world, girl? You know, I'm just really excited because today's my day to dedicate this episode. So oh, I think I'm, I'm going to dedicate lucky person? it today. Our, our wonderful episode today is Amber Auger. And also, this episode is our first episode we ever recorded live. So there's a lot of energy in this episode. So get ready so to listen to screaming. that energy. A lot Can of I screaming. Scream a lot? I, had to, I had to edit out a lot of screaming. <laughs> but there's still some in there. But um, we were just really excited. Irene and I met each other for the first time. and but So this wonderful first episode live with Amber Auger, our great friend. This is dedicated to JF Kennedy 3377. Thank you for supporting us all the time. He's, I'm not him. sure. I don't think he's in the dental field, but he's, he's not most, a dental professional oh, really? at all. Okay, but he well, listens to every single episode. He follows he me on Instagram. He likes yes. every single post. I'm so thankful. He for slides him. into the DMs. So, I and love I, it. Yeah, I, have I just a, have like a warm heart for him. He's really cool. So thank you for being an awesome fan. This is dedicated to you. Here is Amber Auger at Midwinter 2019. Here we go. What's up, Whitney? We're here. This is exciting. Amber, we're going to have like a quick like selfish moment because this is our first live and we just met like less than an hour ago in person. So we do like a two minute intro thing and and then we intro you, but we've got to like just tell people that we just met. Okay, great. Let's do it. I feel bad that we're selfish because it's all about you, but we're like really excited because this is important. This is our first. Are you going to edit this into it where we actually apologize to our guest because we're taking a selfish moment? It's just like, so we're here at Midwinter. Yes. And it's our first um, on site interview. And it's with the lovely Amber Auger. And I'm so honored that she even said yes. Of course. It's so easy to say yes to you. Oh, gosh. We really didn't give her much of a choice because I think, like, between the three Instagram accounts and us seeing, I saw you like at Yankee. Yep. I was oh, like, so, you so I've seen her at Yankee. Yeah. I asked her in person. 
and then I DM'd her, and then you DM'd her, and then yeah. two third dare dot podcast DM'd her, so she probably had no idea who oh, was she DMing was her. Getting a lot. So she's getting I don't bombarded. Think I ever individually even did, but no, maybe you texted her. Oh, probably yeah. right. So Amber, we're gonna. Oh my goodness. So we're. Thank you for being here on our first time meeting each other. <laughs> yes. And it explains gonna, the screaming now. Yeah. I get it. She, I get it. Yeah. She did. She walked over. Yeah. She's like, I heard screaming. I thought you and Irene were yeah. maybe meeting so, each some, other. <laughs> someone was either meeting for the first time or getting murdered. Right. <laughs> Which, one um, or the other. Thank goodness it <laughs> yeah. was the first one. That um, was cool. So I think. I cried. I you did. You did. I am an emotional person. I forgot already. Uh, you forgot I that I cried? So I, I, I tried cried. to delete it because I was too much in love oh. with your crying. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't like a cry, like a <laughs> sobbing cry. It was but just it was like, like a happy a tear. Yeah. tear. Yeah. It was really beautiful. Oh. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're like gazing into each other. Yeah. Like, I've never seen you. First my time. husband, my husband said to me, he's like, you and Whitney are made for one oh another. My gosh, I'm really freaked are. out yeah. because like it's weird. We we've been working together yeah. like on Skype Four or Facebook months. or what is that? Mm. Not Facebook, FaceTime and FaceTime. and you're on a screen and it's it is weird to see you in the flesh, yeah, in the yeah. human flesh. Yeah, but so um, luckily, so we're gonna give Amber a beautiful introduction yes. because we have I'm her thing. I'm super pumped but for Amber. I really just have to put my my two cents of Amber is the most lovely. So this, you know, what else is very special about this is that last year at this time this is amber and i it's our one year anniversary of Aww. meeting i went up to her she was at a booth and i went up to her and said hello you do you do the wednesdays you do the you do the rdh you wednesday and she was like hi and she, I, w I couldn't even get my words out and she was nice and said similar hi to, me. to how you can't get your words out right now <laughs> well, this is I was, classic I was whitney the podcaster <laughs> that can't form sentences when was, she's excited i was reenacting i know i was stressed out and she was lovely and she's been a really great mentor to me and i'm really lucky that she's she talks here. about you all the time. She's like, and then Amber does this, and then Amber She's does that. Gross. And, like, Amber Stop said this, it. and I can't meet with you. I'm meeting with Amber. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I know where I lie in this totem pole. But, so, yeah, it's been a year since I've known Amber, and so this is really special. So I guess we need to introduce Amber. We Absolutely. Are, we I, are. I feel like there's just the list is so long of the amazing things that you do. I made a little list myself. Okay. Um, and I think that it's epic that you're taking over dental hygiene and you're taking it into a direction that is is the way that dental hygiene is changing like we are becoming more public we are doing more on social media the way that we're delivering education is changing it's no longer the black and white slides which power to the people i i i, I hope that they all burn at one point <laughs> i just I just thrown it out there so solid i am just i am so pumped that you are here with us today and you are an rdh with a bachelor's degree and a master's in public health is Correct. that that's yeah I'm, I'm i'm just just throwing it out there that's <laughs> epic um you've been practicing for 10 years this this year is me yes. your ten, happy 10 year tooth anniversary thank you yeah. thank you tooth anniversary and so i guess the rest of this introduction will come out as we learn more about you too because i feel like like, I've been following your career for the past few years, and I'm, like, in love with her. And I want to be the Ask Amber of Canada. Can I be the Amber of Canada? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, come on. You're the Irene of Canada. Oh, There's no need to copy oh, me. Oh, gosh. And I, when I told my, my work, I was like, guess what? Because um, my friend at work, Debbie, she came with me to meet you last year for the first time. And she's like, are you seeing the Millennial Mentor again oh. this year? And I was like, she calls you Let, Millennial. Let's talk about this. Let's talk yes. about. So, yeah. Okay. Our demographic, a lot of the people that listen to our show, I posted a photo of you on my Instagram and said, I'm interviewing this epic girl. Like, what kind of questions do you have for her? Uh, and we'll get to some of those in a moment. But, you know, where did it begin? Like, where did you start? Where did you come from? Like, okay. when, we'll when did your yeah. light bulb moment go out, your aha, like, yeah. things yeah. need to change moment? When did that happen for you? So, let's just start from right from the beginning. So, I, I fell in love with dentistry in the sixth grade. 
Um, no. I was in science class. We started learning about teeth, and you my mom. You learned teeth in science class. Yes. Sixth grade. Okay. Sixth grade, uh, a great state of Maine. We were learning all about teeth. So. Um, I grew up with a single mom, um, and my mom worked three jobs to just put food on the table. So I was someone who was a recipient of public health services. Uh, we had really nothing growing up. It was rolling quarters for cereal, and whatever was in the food bank box is what we ate. And my dad has never been involved, um, and so I really grew up in a different kind of mindset. When people look at me now, they think that I probably grew up a, a privileged, you know, white girl, and that's not who I am at all. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, with that being said, I fell in love with teeth, and I fell in love with the possibility of helping people because from what I learned of life, it's not about it's not about what you have. It's not about you know what kind of car you drive. It's really about the impact that you make. And yeah, I learned that very quickly. Amen. I had a great um, French Canadian, so great meme who taught me that. Um, Wait, you're Canadian? I'm French Canadian. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> you're so, outnumbered. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is yes. our first interview. Yeah. This interview is special. I have an anniversary of Amber. I'm Raise your hand if you're I'm Canadian. <laughs> Two hands go up. Yeah. Whitney <laughs> puts her head down. Uh, I'm a fan of. Canada. Oh, so est-ce que tu parles français? Okay, so funny. A little bit. There we go. Um, oh. A little bit, okay. but um, I learned Parisian French when I was in school. It's more beautiful. So than it's yeah. It, yeah. So everyone knows Canadian French and you know at home. So it was a real struggle with Meme, who I'd be like, oh, let's let's talk about the weather, and she'd be like, why are you talking about cheese? And I'd be like, Meme, that's all I'm talking about. Oh. But anyway, so yeah, so grew up. My last name's actually Oji, which oh. is French Canadian, but I say Auger because no one could figure it out, and then yeah. everyone was spelling my name wrong. So I just became Amber Auger and <laughs> said okay and stopped fighting it. Which is funny because everybody that I grew up with, you know, in school, it was always, they were always standing up for me saying, no, you are an OG because it was a French Canadian community and all of us knew how to say it. So now that I say auger, it's just, it's really funny. You're saving um, the story up. Saving the story for you, Whitney. I do it Just saving this. the story for you. Oh my so gosh. sixth grade is when I fell in love with um, teeth and decided I wanted to go to school for dentistry. And long story short, I didn't have a co-signer when it came to school, so I thought dental hygiene would be a great path. And um, my plan was to go to dental hygiene school and then go back to school for dentistry. Okay. So I started applying for schools, didn't really realize um, how expensive it was or what kind of commitment it was. And I went to the school at the University of New Haven. And I remember walking in, it's a school um, in Connecticut. And I walked in and there was a picture on a wall of a child from Romania and a hygienist who had gone to provide services. And <laughs> hold on a second. Other. So you're you Canadian. Know you know, I'm from, Romanian. She's from Romania. And I'm like born and raised in communist Didn't Romania. Didn't so know like that. the whole quarter situation. Just wait. Like yeah, just told me. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's gonna get even better. All right. So, so basically I was like, how do I be the Amber of Canada? And like I kind of you already, already yeah. am. Okay. Yeah. You two have so much fun. I thought right. me and Amber were having okay, okay. All I right. We're all connected. Romania. Continue. So um, I saw this child and this hygienist in Romania. She's providing services. And I look at the receptionist who's in the school, and I said, you know, like, I'm going to be on this trip. Like, this is totally for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this happen. I'm going to make this work, and I want to go on this trip. And essentially um, what happened from there is four years later I was on the trip. The receptionist looked at me and said, hey, you know, we're a really competitive hygiene school. We have about 400 people that apply every year. We only Whoa. accept 30. I was like, I'm going. You did it. So yeah. I just knew that that's what I was meant to do. So I went through hygiene school, really struggled through hygiene school. I am, I struggle with testing. I have huge testing anxiety. I didn't really have any support from family. I had great friends um, mm -hmm. and extended family, but it wasn't like my parents were calling and sending care packages or yeah. anything like mm -hmm. that. So mm -hmm. it was very isolating, but I surrounded myself with amazing people and really um, learn to kind of separate myself from my childhood. And there's so many different layers of the, that childhood. And 
eventually there will be a book about it. But um, okay. yeah, I it'll be a, there'll be a book about it and just okay. kind of growing up in a different um, a different lifestyle with a single parent who was yeah. a very broken parent. Um, so. Long story short, that's really how I fell into dental hygiene. Once I graduated, I really found a love for public health. And I was working in a pediatric office. I took two years off of school. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go back. I'm going to apply for dentistry. And my boss came up to me and said, hey, Amber, I don't, I don't think you're going to be happy doing dentistry. Mm. And I was like, oh, Dr. Lepore, you are just so crazy. I love dentistry. Like, mm. I love everything dental hygiene. He said, no, you know, I really think your heart is prevention. Mm. And I see you. You know, you've been to Romania. You've been to Kenya. At this point, I had gone to two countries. Yeah. And um, he <laughs> said to me, Irene was right. like, me yeah. too. Like, oh, hold on, hold and on he's a like, second. You know, I really think that you should go with public health. I don't think you'll be happy holding a drill. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. So um, decided to go for public health. Um, and I made that decision and I moved from Connecticut to Boston. And when I moved to Boston, I made a list of things that were really important to me and things that I really wanted to, you know, dive into while I was in Boston, mm -hmm. what I wanted to take advantage of while I was there. Mm -hmm. So on that list was starting public health school and um, getting certified to be a spin instructor. Oh yeah, so that was one of the fun facts. Yeah, so fun, fun fact, fact, I'm a certified spin instructor. So spin, spin, spin instructor. Spin instructor. Spin instructor. That's instructor. <laughs> so um, when I became a spin instructor, the intention behind that was to pay for grad school. Yeah. So I worked full-time as a hygienist uh -huh. in downtown Boston, and then I would go and teach six spin classes a week. Wow. And all while going through school. And it was super helpful because it became an outlet for me. Yeah. It was able to release all the stress from school and work on the bike. They say if you exercise more, you retain more information I've as well. That. I've heard that. I'm not yeah. sure if it's taking, true. Might taking be. brain Might breaks be. And, yeah. and yeah, increasing yep. your... It increases the serotonin levels in your brain. Yes. Okay, yeah. good. That yes. sounds good to me. Yeah, and the endorphins. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Can I also, so are you writing, I'm sorry, to, but back to the, yeah. your book. You're writing are a book. Are you writing this book right now, or it's a plan? So um, I am in the works of writing a book. Yes, about yeah, it's yeah, and it's field. not super yeah. common knowledge, and it's something that um, well, it is now. It so is. If it's you don't want it on here. Oh, just yeah. let us if know. We, oh, yeah, no, we could. <laughs> no I, I'd be happy to talk about it, but um, more. But it's going to be a book about um, my childhood and kind of being an overcomer and what that looks okay. like and yeah. having resilience and what that looks like, okay. um, because that's really where my heart is. You know, now I have an amazing career that I, yeah. I love and I'm really, really blessed, and I love still being able to go and give back and. Yeah. Um, my mission is to to tell people that even if you grew up in a different situation, you could always trade your cars in, and yes. you can change Maybe the trajectory of your life whenever you want to. It's just I you know, totally, it's just diving I in. Totally believe that. Mm -hmm. I do. Yep. It's gonna be a, a wonderful. And book. it's ev yeah. evidenced by a lot of the people that we talk to. It's evidenced by a lot of the influencers that are out there. Mm -hmm. You don't often hear like. You know, I grew up with a very wealthy family, and this is where I am today. Mm -hmm. It's like most of the stories that you hear are of people that have overcome through significant struggles. Yes. Like our last interview with mm -hmm. the guy that was homeless and now is like yes. in dental school. Like yeah. it's just yeah, yeah. I, and I totally and, believe and that. If, if bad things, obstacles happen, you just keep powering through. Yes. It seems like that's the thing too. Like it didn't come easy. Like mm -hmm. obviously, no. you had like obstacle after obstacle, but mm -hmm. you just keep going. And yeah. I feel like you have to have some kind of grit in your. You do have to oh have yeah. grit. You do have to have grit, you know. And um, it's so important to surround yourself with people who are building you up. And it's mm -hmm. so important to, when you look at people, like you look at, you know, um, 
I'm trying to think of a guy who's the rapper. M&M? Flo Rider. Oh, Flo. When you look at Flo Rider. I was going to say the thrift shop guy. No, no, no. Thrift shop guy, too. Okay, yeah. But if you look at Flo Rider, who's like a super successful guy, he's, you know, presented in so many different arenas. He's got books. He's just really, he looks at someone who is that is so, so driven and so great. He started with absolutely nothing. And he started with, you know, an abusive parent, you know, parent. And I think it really, the best people, in my opinion, are the people who've been through hell and back and who still are open and when you can be fully healed of those traumas you can give and that's you know what my message really has become 100% yeah so I never wanted to be a public speaker I hated public speaking I was the hygienist well thank you You I was the hygienist who would you know the student hygienist who would get sweaty palms like four days before they had to present and you know it was like I'm not doing this there's no way just give me just give me a 60 just call it a day I'll make (laughs) it up somewhere else and uh, through being a spin instructor I got very comfortable on the bike and I got I saw how I could motivate people and how I could empower people and that's really what drove me into speaking. So that's how it ties that's in. That's how it huh. tied in. So yeah. spin is very important. I yeah. always think it's just like a random side gig, not that it's random, but that is an important gig. Yeah. That's in your life. So yeah. you still do do you continue to do spin right now? I don't teach as um, much as I used to. Okay. Um, when I was, you know, not traveling as much, I could teach six classes a week. Oh I still God. sub um, here okay. and there, but it's hard for me to build the um, it's hard for me to to build a constant um, ride you know, riders when I'm not there all the time. That makes sense because you're yeah. traveling so much for right. your dental work. So, okay, back back to, okay, not back to because we started from the beginning. <laughs> started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> let's, do you want to answer some of your Instagram questions? Sure, let's all do right. it. Hold yes, on a second. This is so fun. Let me find these. Impromptu. I love it. I love like impromptu. Stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. ad lib, like yeah. when you're not prepared. You told me once that if you prepare too much, you're not as comfortable. You like so to true. just know your facts and do it. Yep. You don't like to memorize your script. Nope. I'm Can't memorize. Same. We are very I always opposite. change it up. Okay, so you two are Canadian. You got a bunch of things going on. <laughs> and here I am like, please give me a script to memorize. I'm, I'm the type of person that will be like changing my slides on the airplane. Like, oh, me too. I'm like, I, oh, I don't like how this flows. Yeah. Let me Which add an animation. Because I like, when you do webinars, webinars yeah. are so pre-planned. Oh, like you've got to send your yeah. slide deck in. So I sent my slide deck in for a webinar yesterday. And I was like, but what if something new happens between <laughs> right, now and like, what if there's yeah. some, anyways. Okay, let's, I'm um, opening up our Instagram. So thank you to all of you out there that, um, that sent in questions to Amber. To Amber. I'm so excited. You don't know what they're going to be. They could be anything. I don't know. It could be anything. It's kind of exciting. So I posted this uh, on our website, on our Instagram, 230.podcast, and on my personal one. Um, and I posted this cute photo of you that says, Ask oh, Amber RDH. Oh, she's this drawing does not do you justice. Oh, thank you. That's not you. Well, it used to be when I had longer hair. It used to be Did me. Did you always wear it up and above I wore it like up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Top all right. Fun. Yeah, I wear well, it all the time. Okay. Do you wear glasses? I do. You do? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so they just wanted to make you look I have like nerdy. two personalities, though. You know, I have two. like every hygienist does. Oh. You have like the oh, clinical yeah. personality where their the hair is up and like minimum makeup. Yeah. And then you have like the trade show personality. Then you have like the girlfriend yeah. personality. You know, I feel like I have so many lives. Like I've got my Instagram life, my real life, my podcast life, my speaker. Life. Yeah, for well, so my teacher life. Yeah. For real. There huh. you go. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, one of them was, what made you want to be a dental hygienist? We got that one. Boom. Oh, yeah. um, that. Boom, sixth grade. What would you do more of this year? So this year was really more of intentional 
saying yes to things that are intentionally going to be life-giving to both me and the whatever it is. So if that's an event, if that's a speaking event, is it in alignment with what I really want to do? Is last year, you know, there was a lot of speaking and it was a lot of travel and I got burned out very quickly. Okay. And it's hard for you to be a speaker and I still practice uh, clinically two days a week. I do Monday and Tuesdays, two 12-hour days. Uh, Wednesdays are usually admin days and Thursday and Friday are different every week. So it's for me this year is being intentional about my time and where my time goes and mm -hmm. learning that it's okay to say no to things that aren't in great alignment. Yeah. And you know, what's been a, an amazing gift is to be able to hand things off to the next talent and say, Hey, I don't have time for this, but I know someone who's really phenomenal mm -hmm. and who could do this just as well, if not better. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's very good. You don't want to burn yourself out, right? Nope. right. You want to be happy with what you do. That's an important question. I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is truly, do you feel the people in the dental conference, like there's so many people, I've only been doing this for a year now, as yes. we said. Um, I already feel like I've made such connections that mm. are just warming. You see a person and you're so thankful. Do you feel like you have certain people that you see at conferences and they just calm you down and make you feel good like I'm supposed to be here? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the people in the dental industry and that come to these shows that are educators, that are speakers, that are writers, that are manufacturers, they are my family. Okay. They know me better than, you know, mm -hmm. than most of my family does. Mm -hmm. And there's times where I call and I don't have a call scheduled and there's mentors, um, like mm -hmm. my mentor, um, Noelle Paschke over at Acteon and mm -hmm. I'll, you know, text her and just call her be like, Hey, call her the other day. Say, hey, do you have a minute? And that minute turned into like a half hour. And she was like, of course I do for you. And it was just very instant conversation of, of a hygienist who's paved an amazing way of integrity. I look at her as an amazing mentor. I think she's one of the most regal person, people that I've ever meet, met, but awesome. also so humble and has a great sense of humor. So she's yeah. a really good mix, mm -hmm. such an amazing educator. So yes, to answer your question, yes. It's <laughs> Definitely, the, you know, absolutely. To, it makes, when I come to these, these shows, these trade shows, the events, it makes, it reminds me of why I sacrifice, you know, be, uh, my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's, it's yeah. not easy to fly, you know, 10 to 12 times a month mm -hmm. and to be writing all the time and working on weekends and yeah. you know sometimes you feel like you're a college student still with yes. Yes. this checklist of things to do on the weekends oh, but yeah, it's a huge planners. gift and I love it yes. I love every moment of it um, best way to prepare for clinical boards this comes from someone that um, she's been like a huge follower for me for a long time oh. and now our podcast her name is Melody Lee oh, Cody yes. Yes. We're right. meet her tomorrow. yeah we're wonderful meet her tomorrow um, so she asked like best way to prepare for your clinical boards yes do you have any advice I for do her? so I really love um, student RDH, yeah. um, who's out of Canada, Claire. She's amazing. And um, DH Seminars is also a great one. Yep. That's a local um, local one to the United States, but it's all over the United States. Yep. And it's really clinically proven. They yep. have professors who are, who've been teaching the courses for yep. 20, 30 years who research the exact questions that are going to be on the boards. Yep. So that's what I would suggest. Yep. And remember to maybe make self-test for yourself on topics so that yeah. you're not studying the same thing over and over, which I did, and yeah. it was not fun. Um, so know what you know, and once you know you know it, move on from that. Yeah. Learn something new. Yeah. Yep. Advice. What would you say to someone that wants to be a speaker? Ooh, that's Ooh, a question. That's a, that's a I get that question yeah. often, and yeah. sometimes it's like I can answer this two ways. That's <laughs> how I feel. I can answer it two ways. There's, yeah. there's definite uh, – it's a definite lifestyle. It's a definite commitment. Um, and there's goods and bads about being – a speaker uh, my skin has toughened up yeah. a lot mm -hmm. over the last year and a half two mm -hmm. years um, it's not easy and what's really funny is I don't think I've ever told you this but I actually saw you speak in 
Massachusetts. Really? It was a venue. I want to say it was like a Woober in Massachusetts. It was when you were speaking for Invisalign. Oh, okay. And it was a, I had thought I wanted to go into speaking, but wasn't really sure. And I saw you go up there and you killed it. You just Whoa. like absolutely crushed oh, I just it. Got yeah. <laughs> I did too. And I was like, man, she's a young face and she can do this. Like, this oh is something that I could gosh. do. Oh um, my gosh. I was probably yeah. in my early 20s. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was a while ago. It was when I first moved to Boston. So, like oh. five, five, six years yeah. ago. And, um, Cool. But essentially, yeah. I would say you have to be ready for it, and it's not yes. all glitz and glamour. Oh, and no. there's a lot of politics behind the scenes, and it's a lot of keeping people happy, and but at the same time, making sure that you're being yourself yeah. and not compromising and true your own to brand. Yourself, yeah. Yeah, it's a very yeah. fine balance. That's yeah. hard. You know yeah. what I say? I was thinking too. People ask me a lot, like you know, how do you put yourself out there and blah blah blah. Uh, you know, I've been I've been an actor my whole life, so you play a character, right? So yeah. I'm the character. Yeah. So if you're making fun of my performance, I I don't get sad because it's like I'm acting right but when you're being yourself and mm -hmm. someone says something about how yeah. you performed yeah. it's yourself and it's yeah. a it's been an adjustment for me like yeah. I'm like oh I can't even blame it on the character I'm playing it's me yeah. so that's a tough that's a different skin everyone's like Whitney you'll be able to do this it's fine you're an actor and no uh, yeah. it's a very mm -hmm. very different thing I yeah. am not reading a script yeah. I'm being myself someone's making fun of myself yeah. not my character right. so I give you a lot of props people can be cruel like as soon as the survey goes out at the end of your CE event, like some people can say some pretty nasty things. Um, Just interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's strange. intentional? Like, do they really like? No, no, they no. Don't I think I think it. two things. Like, I think that sometimes people make up their mind about you before they even meet you. It's true. Um, it's really true. And they have an opinion right away. Mm -hmm. And then you know, eighty twenty rule. Like eighty percent of the population will love you, twenty percent won't. And yeah. You know. Though, so another yeah. question is how how do you deal with feedback? So I deal with regardless feedback. of whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Constructive or not. Like yeah. you know, we can't control things like the temperature in the room and exactly. if the water was refilled. But it's even hard sometimes when you get compliments. It's sometimes hard to even say like, they, how do you like nicely say thank you? Yeah. How do you nicely say? You know what I mean? Sometimes it's very awkward when someone's like loving you so much. How do you respond to the positive stuff too? So negative and positive. Yes. And yes. Yep. So what I've learned to do is I've learned to. My, I'll be honest, my boyfriend, um, my better half, is really, really good at teaching me that it's important to allow criticism. In the beginning, I was like, Psh, whatever, I'm not yeah. improving. Just leave me alone. I can't believe you're so mean. Like, I can't even believe you said that. Like, uh, this is improvement, you know? <laughs> this and is he's what been, improvement looks like. He's been like, like listen, like, if, you wanna, if you want to go further, you're going to have to learn to accept, you know, accept criticism in a good way and know that it's – Criticism can be handled two ways. You can look at it as a way to tear you down or you can look at it as a way to improve yourself. Yeah. So I've learned to look at it as improving myself and then taking it in a context. You know, a lot of times in the beginning it was, you know, maybe you could your science could be a little stronger or could you, you know, make sure that you explain this better next time. And I was like, okay, those are really valid points. Mm -hmm. And right, I want to be science-based and I want to be practical and I want to still be able to have my high energy and have fun in, mm -hmm. in a classroom. Yeah. while giving you really good content to take back mm -hmm. to your patients, right? Like, mm -hmm. we want it to be an environment where you can ask any question and not feel stupid. Mm -hmm. And that's really why I started speaking, was because I was going to these events, I was seeing speakers who just weren't prepared, mm -hmm. who were shaming people for asking questions. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I didn't know that. I didn't learn this in school. And I'm at this CE you because I'm two years out. You don't learn a lot of this stuff in school. Holy right. moly. Sure. And I'm trying to learn more. So why are you criticizing me? I'm asking you a question to go yeah. deeper so yeah. I can yeah. learn more. Yes. So, you know, that's really my driving passion behind it and why yeah. I really started speaking. I was like, hey, I could do this. So mm -hmm. to answer your question, 
really is I, I try not to focus in on the one negative comment that was out of 200. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the comments tend to do with my age or tend to do with my suit or my looks mm -hmm. or, you know, oh, well, how did you get here? And I got here from a lot of sweat equity. And I yeah. got here from a really great network of people who helped me get here. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's been a lot of work. I love and you this. haven't I seen love it. You know, you're seeing the that iceberg. You are saying right now. I love it it's all. Important. Yeah. I love it. You've it's seen important. all the grit. You, you don't see the late nights. Right. You don't see the, you know, the trips to the naturopath because I've got adrenal burnout because I'm on the yeah. go so much. Right. You know, you don't. You don't see the compromised relationships that yes. you end up having with friends, or yes. the, you can't yeah. really be. Uh, it's it's challenging. You're yes. you're compromised with friends. You're, my friend network is amazing. Thank God, and they understand that yes. I'm always on the go, and I'll text yeah. them back two days later, or I do the whole like, oh my God, I thought I responded to this last yes. week, and we're a week later. I'm yes. so sorry, um, yeah. but you know, it's yeah, yeah, it's an adjustment. Yeah, it's okay. an adjustment. So you said there was like two two routes you would tell a speaker. Yeah, that so that was route number one. Route number one is the hard is it's the hard part. Is the tough love. Number two, it's an amazing privilege to be a speaker, yeah. and it's mm -hmm. amazing privilege to be able to travel the country to the my one of my favorite parts about the speakers is getting to know other speakers. Yeah, yeah. And to just know them. High five, girl. Yeah, just know them you and say, what are you about? Clap, you know, we just high five. What are you about, and how can we work together? And let's further the progression of dental hygiene yeah. because if you look at dental hygiene. We're very cyclical. You know, we mm -hmm. go round and round and round yep. and we talk about the same things. But when are we going to have change? Mm -hmm. And we're not going to have change unless we have speakers who are out there who are pushing us to change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who are saying, listen, what you're going through, the 30-minute appointments, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Stop no. sacrificing it. Let's band together. Let's mm -hmm. change this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good yeah. to have a platform. And it's, um, it's important that people remember, and this is to everyone out there that has a platform, regardless of what it is, whether it's in print, whether it's... A podcast or whether mm -hmm. it's being in front of a group of 500 use your platform and say something yes like, say something that will make a positive change yes mm -hmm. because if you just go out there and you deliver a bunch of education and then you know you leave and you don't use that group of people that have assembled or follow you around because you know you do you have a fan base yeah. ultimately um, if you don't say something that's worthwhile then like you know what's what's the point what are you doing right. like, yeah, what, what are you doing? really doing what yeah. are you doing the right. whole point is to help and you and do it too, Whitney, in your career. videos. Like you, and you're always like, "Oh, I just do comedy. Like it's just <laughs> funny." Like, but it's not light. though. I, but it's you. not. You do like uh, you can tell that when you're scripting your 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 videos, like you script them in a way where it's like there is some there is a message in between the lines of the cute rap. Thank you. Right. That's important. I just you, right. I just don't want to ever say I'm trying to give really really good information like y'all do. I'm trying to bring light to We're at the end of the day. We're just bringing research information. Right. You get right. Which I, I right. I say it. But There's yeah, a place it's a, for it's you a different, yeah. There's a yeah. different vibe that I do, but mm -hmm. I totally respect that when I can use and say something very important. I will. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. And we all have our own strengths. And that's yes. what's great is that you own your strengths. I could yes. never get up and do a rap and be Cardi B <laughs> and so produce my own video and so know how to work this fancy equipment. <laughs> you know, I would, I, no. It, it takes a village though, right? right. Like you fancy get, equipment that we have to shout out to Andrew yes. from Matela 2 Hygienist Andrew, because he met you. with me at Yankee a couple weeks ago. This all happened because of him. And uh, he let me take a photo of their stuff because I was like, oh my God, we're doing a live yeah. interview and oh, you don't have the right equipment. Yeah, so, so Andrew, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking of you. And yeah. like, there's no way we could have figured this yeah. out no true like thank no. you Andrew. like seriously irene we i got it from irene from my you from you whatever long yeah. story short directly we're gonna take a picture and tag you or something oh yeah so absolutely nice. and we think about that. that just think about that for a moment of yes 
when people are empowered and they're whole people, they're able to empower others. So yeah. think of Andrew and Michelle with Tale yes. of Two Hygienists. You know, they could have easily said, you guys are a competitor podcast. Right. We don't want anything to do with you. Yep. And instead, they're like, no, you have you know, a different if vision. one person wins, Let's we go. all win. Exactly. Yes. And that's what it it's more of. Yeah. We answered one of these questions. Sorry, I forgot. Uh, someone asked, are you single? I'm not um, single. <laughs> we already heard. He, her boyfriend's I'm important. Gonna, I'm not going to call him That's out. But <laughs> thank you, whoever well. you are. Hey, Amber thanks you, but, but no thank you. you. That's so funny. <laughs> my wife wanted to be like, That's because I've told her to start wearing high waisted pants. He's like my stylist. Yeah. <laughs> we got the same it. pants on. I know we do. I think I got a little. Uh, oh, you have a little just extra. Just a little clothing. extra. Those H&M. All right, her what was it? Are your H&M? Yes. Yeah, they're so comfy. I'm going to get more colors. I'm wearing jeans. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about your writing. Like you write, sure. you have a column, you yeah. answer questions, you I do, do. Um, I don't like how do I even say the yeah. thousands of things yeah. that you do? Like, and do you think that your writing, all this stuff that you do with the dental, is that helping you write your book or is it a totally different thing? My book is gonna be totally not related to dental. So but it's do you think the Amber. writing itself? Oh, like the, oh, the writing, yes. Writing. So let me just tell you about writing okay. too, which is really funny. Um, when I started grad school I submitted my first paper. And the woman was like, have you ever written anything in your life? You have. You need to go to writing lab. You are a horrible writer. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is miserable. And I was like, well, when you think about it, no, I clean teeth. You know, yeah. I, I work with patients. I know how to talk with patients. You know, yeah. I'm a healthcare provider. I'm not a writer. Yeah. So I took advantage of the opportunity to go to a writing lab and really learn how to become a better writer. And then it made me more comfortable with writing and I was able to get published with RDH. Um, so I have a great relationship with RDH. I've, I've um, become hashtag Ask Amber RDH. And essentially what that is, it's a platform for younger hygienists to feel like they belong. Mm -hmm. And it's really more of a culture of hygiene mm -hmm. versus we're just a magazine. We're really looking mm -hmm. to be innovative and mm -hmm. support hygienists and say, hey, we know that you're having these problems. Let's help build content around those problems. What do you need from us? Mm -hmm. And it's more solution-based versus just let's talk about, you know, the latest and greatest thing. Yeah. Let's let's make it practical. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. So it ties in writing-wise, but obviously the content is different to your awesome book that I keep promoting. Thank you. <laughs> if, you if you could give a piece of advice to uh, a brand new dental hygienist out there, someone who looks up to you, what would you say to that person? I would say I my goal for you is that you never compromise your clinical care. No matter who you are working for, that you when you go out on interviews, you interview that person because it's so important to make sure that you have a good match just as they have a good match. And that you are not compromising your clinical standard of care. You are not going, you're making sure that you're in a good place where you can give state-of-the-art care to your patient. Yeah. And that might look different if you have, you're in a public health center and you have limited resources and you can't use the bell scope to do intraoral screenings, but you can do the basics and you can do the eight steps and you can use, maximize your full hour with your patient. And not to become, go in a place where you feel like you are constantly asking the same questions all the time. And that's mm -hmm. another reason why I went down the track that I went down. Um, I started dental hygiene with carpal tunnel. So I was a waitress um, since I was 15 years old and I worked about 40 to 50 hours a week waitressing. Wow. And yeah, I'd work mm -hmm. just double on the weekends. That's how it was legal. We just made sure I worked like all the entire weekend, worked 20 hours during the week. And um, long story short, I started with carpal tunnel. I had a cortisone shot in my right wrist, my scalar wrist. A uh, month before I went to hygiene school wow. and I knew that clinical hygiene for me wasn't a, a 50 year thing my body couldn't mm -hmm. handle it um, but now being out about 10 years I 
am not in any clinical pain because I've invested in the right tools. And right. I've gone out and bought my own instruments, bought my own saddle stool, yeah. you know, pay for my own massage therapy. None of that is reimbursed. Um, and, Crazy. you know, that's, that's really why I diversified. Yeah. And I can say this is that my goal is that no hygienist ever feels like they're stuck. Yes. Yeah. And there was a time when I was doing six days a week clinically when I first graduated and would look down and be like, ah, did I floss the patient? Did uh, I not floss the yeah, patient? Yeah. And then I'd be like, do you use an electric toothbrush? And look at me and I'd be you like, just oh, asked, yes. I just so asked sorry, that. I just asked you that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm living so, that life you know, right now. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's important to make sure you don't get that's to what that burnout place. Starts that's what look like. Yes. If you yes. can't remember if you reviewed yes. medical history, it means yes. you're starting to burn out. Yes. yes, totally did that. So to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people, you know, going to in-person CE, I'm actually um, – starting a study club in New England, in the New England area, cool. um, and creating more of a culture of hygiene where we yes. can come and we can learn about different, it's not just gonna be dental hygiene, we're gonna have optometrists speaking, we're cool. gonna have a full encompassing of systemic health, but you're gonna get CE for awesome. it. Awesome. And being able to have those conversations and outings where you know yeah. maybe once or twice a month, we're going out and we're doing lunch with each other just because, cool. ladies yeah. lunch, you know, yeah, let's yeah. go out for yeah. ladies lunch and you know, co-ed lunch and yeah. just talk and be present and yeah. be off the self phone and be yes. talking about w emotions and being a live community with one yep. another. It's so, so important. important. That's awesome. 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 Is it well. time? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like, my mind is like a million miles a second right <laughs> Me now. Me too. Gosh, it's just swirled. It, I still was, keep forgetting we're in person. That was so like, I keep like not wanting to look at her. It's so weird. Why? Like, Because I, I, I'm not used me. to seeing you. You I just, see me on a screen. I know, but like we felt each other's energy for real that time. It was different. We usually... <laughs> we interesting. We, oh my god! <laughs> but we're Who's we're that? combined with this awesome energy. I know. That, I know. Okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. Bam! All right. So Whitney. Whitney. I know lost. that the rules say that <laughs> you're gonna be filming it within seven days, but you're gonna have to film it while you're here. She probably will. Because what I want you to do is I want you to stand over there, right on that little the like, bench, the bench, and brush your teeth. <laughs> with a real full toothbrush, full Pace, face, with a little cup, and you can spit cup? in your cup. I wouldn't and mind then, doing that. And then just I wave to people as teeth. they stare at you. Will I? Okay. That needs to be a good comprehensive brush at least three minutes. Three <laughs> minutes! Holy! Three minutes! I mean, we can do two okay, minutes okay, if okay, want to okay. be really cool, nice. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. sure you do the sweep, that's, you know, really modified bass. Modified bass? Boom. Do you have any recession? Because then we'll have to do a Stillman's technique. I have a toothbrush in my... I'll probably I don't grab think, a toothbrush from someone. I don't from think someone. there's a problem finding a toothbrush. <laughs> you know, I, I hate, as much as I hate doing the dares, I think I'm very willing. Oh, yeah. You hate I doing I love the one with your, so with your. Um, really? No. But it doesn't look like it. It looks like, like you're all. having a ball. Because I'm an actor. <laughs> when I, before I do it, I hate it. When I'm done, I hate it. But it's very fun during. I will give you that. It's before and after when you're setting yeah, yeah, up yeah. and people are like, what are you doing? And then when you're done, they're like, what did you just do? And I'm like, I'm, I got to go. I was just running <laughs> through the parking lot chasing a car. With, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Seven days. Well, we'll post it within seven days. I'll be brushing my teeth there. Perfect. Awesome. Amber, Amber, where can people reach you if they want to yeah. send you a private, oh my God, help me with this message or a an official, I would like to be in business with you message. Yeah. How can people <laughs> I love get all messages. Uh, so Amber Auger, RDH, um, on Instagram. Yeah. And then Amber Auger, RDH, at gmail.com. And AmberAuger.com. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple million. for you guys. I love it. I'll link, yeah. I'll link all this stuff down below for you guys. Oh. Follow her on Instagram. Um, and thank you so much. No, for thank being you. Here. Thank you. It's been a joy thank to work with you. Thank you for being ladies. you. Yeah. We need more people like you in the world.
Oh my gosh, Whitney. I, I am so happy. Every time I listen to these episodes, it just makes me so happy. So I'm just so happy. That it's like reliving it. Every moment. So thanks yeah. again to everyone for tuning in for another amazing episode. We're so grateful for all of you. Mm-hmm. Whitney, where can they find you? They can find me at Teeth Talk Girl on Instagram and YouTube.com slash Teeth Talk. Where can they find you, Irene? They can find me on Instagram at toothlife.irene. And basically, that's the only place you'll find me. Hey. Find her hey. Other, other than in your car right now on the they, radio. <laughs> they could find both of us on Instagram as well at toothordare.podcast. Amazing. And that is where this uh, episode's giveaway will be posted. So you will have the opportunity, two lucky people will have the opportunity to win brand new titanium implant scalers brought to you by Hugh Freedy. And yeah, so you got to check out the details on our Instagram post and story to be able to enter to win. And you'll also see the amazing dare that I did that Amber made me do on our story within the next seven days. So stay tuned. See you on Instagram. See you later, peeps.